Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the Local Running Club pod with me, Greg Robinson, the podcast that shines a light on the local club runner and their local clubs. Thanks again for coming back, it does mean a lot and for those of you that are new, welcome to the pod. Uh, if you have a look back at the chats in the library, there are some really, really good stories in there, uh, some good tips, hints, uh, just generally good chats really and just a quick reminder for those that don't know, we've got a Facebook group over on the Facebook, so I'll put a link in the show notes, but yeah, if you just search for the Local Running Club pod on Facebook, you should be able to get in there and we'll see what we can make of that sort of community in and around Facebook. Hello. Hiya. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Um, yeah, the, the link worked okay then? Yeah, seems to be. I think so, yeah. Good, good. So, yeah, it's um, pretty straightforward app, really. Um, on occasion, it does drop, but I tend okay. to remember where you are so I can, like, kind of get you to pick up where you, sure. were, where you were. So, um, yeah, just really a quick quick chat. I say it quick, it normally ends up lasting an hour because it just starts to ramble a bit, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure if you've heard any of the, of the episodes. Yeah, when I've listened to a couple this week, yeah. Yeah, it's just like, just chewing the fat, really, not a great great deal of, um, yeah, um, pressure yes. or anything. Yeah, cool. So, um, is it Jen or do you prefer Jennifer or? Uh, yeah, Jen's fine, yeah. Jen, cool. Yeah. And please tell me how to say your surname. <laughs> it's Murchie. Murchie, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. <laughs> so what? Yeah. What I'll do is um just do the brief introduction and then mm-hmm. we'll just get into it. If that's all right with you. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah. is there anything I need to like know particularly, or like if you ask me a question like how long to ramble on for? Because I'm worried I might just ramble too no, much. No, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like I said, it just honestly it just ends up being a a rambling conversation. That's uh, it, cool. it, there's nothing so far that's like not being great so I think sure. it's, it's nice to just have two normal people that run for normal running clubs just um, yeah having a bit of a chat and I think it's it's resonating anyway so it's sure good. okay cool. cool. okay on to this week this week I have Jen Murchie who runs for Sutton's Driders she's a marathon finishing charity fundraiser who leads her club runs every week she's fresh off a shh, say this quietly bike ride this morning um, hiya Jen, how are you doing? Uh, Hello. Had a good week? Yes, I'm good, thank you. Not too bad, thank you. Good, good. So yeah, you were out on the bike this morning. Um, do you do, I was, yeah, do do secretly it? cycling. Yeah. Yes. I'm surprised you don't hide that on your screen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so do you it's do? Actually... Yeah, sorry. It's the first time I got back on my bike um, since before Christmas. So oh, right. spring is on its way apparently. So um, although my feet were freezing. Oh, it's, it's not just cold. Yeah, Close, exactly. Yeah, they were. Um, but I do a little bit of cycling in between majority of the time running. Yeah, I was going to say, do you do uh, like do you do factor in cross training into your training? Well, I, the reason I was like, right, I need to get my bike out is because I did a half marathon on Sunday. Okay. Um, and my quad is a little tight. Right. Um, so I thought maybe I'll do a slightly less running this week and try and do a bit of cycling. So yeah. that's why I got my bike back out of the shed and thought, right, it's time to get start cycling again. Um, mm. I did actually go for another easy run this evening as well after. 
um but that's why the bike has made an appearance <laughs> mm. did the did the bike help with like loosening off i think it has actually yeah, yeah it wasn't in any pain cycling at all so i think um it does help um because i do so much running that um i don't need, often leave much time for cross training and i don't often want to do the other things so i'd rather just run um yeah. but it does help in times like that yeah it's really difficult to fit it all in as well especially with a bike because especially mm. well this time of year when it's like all your different layers and yeah oh that's what really to... puts me off it's so faffy um with particularly sometimes I will like cycle to my running club uh-huh. um but I get put off to do that in the winter because it's like right I need to get the bike out I need to get on my you, know, my you know my gloves my jacket my helmet everything and then get to where I'm going take it all off for running yeah. and then put it all back on to then cycle back home whereas in the summer I'll literally just wear my shorts and t-shirt that I'm wearing um, running, you know, yeah. on my bike. And then it's fine. Nice um, general cycling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I cycled to work and back today. Um, mm. So it's not as bad because I can, depending on where I'm working each day, I can sometimes like, have a shower and stuff. So that helps a bit to, you know, um, the motivation to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a form of exercise, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to work and you yeah two birds one stone kind of thing yeah so you just mentioned there about the half at the weekend was Mm. that a race or was it just a it was a race yeah Yeah. so I'm training for um another marathon in April okay um Manchester oh so yeah I've not done it before um so this was a bit of like a tester I guess to see where I'm at it's kind of like a good time to do it um sort of end of feb so oh god i don't want to think how many weeks i've got left till the marathon it'll scare me but um yeah a good time to do it um before um the marathon to see where i'm at um yeah and it was a really nice one it was hampton court half marathon nice um which i've done i think it's probably like my fourth or fifth time doing it actually um so i've done it quite a few times um yeah and i really enjoyed it this time yeah it was a good race good yeah it's good to get that I just kind of see where you are um, in terms yeah. of that, that sort of racing environment and mm-hmm. getting in fuel. And, did you do like a fueling strategy and stuff like that would be based around you? Yeah, I did, I did sort of um, roughly what I'll try and do on marathon day. So it's yeah. a good way of yeah testing that out. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's 45 days, by the way, if you were. In, oh, gosh. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> not, not that I'm counting. <laughs> uh, yeah it's going to be oh, my first scary. <laughs> yeah it's my first marathon so oh is I'm, it um, oh how exciting yeah, deep into deep into training now yeah um, I've had a couple of dodgy illness weeks but sure I'm kind of oh. going, got 18 yeah. in the morning so I've learned that you're always gonna have those in marathon training blocks there's gonna be weeks and times where it doesn't go according to plan you just have to roll with it <laughs> yeah and the the block's big enough isn't it that you can kind of like yeah bounce back from it and not hopefully lose lose too much um, yeah at the at the far end so do you have any big goals for Manchester or is it a case of just uh, I do have a big goal year? and I will share it because why not we're on a running podcast um I'm still chasing my sub four okay. um I feel like I've been chasing it forever because it's just everything has never happened the way the way I wanted it to yeah um, over the last few years so uh I've done um how many have I done now um I think this will be my fourth or fifth marathon Mm -hmm. um if if I don't count my 
um, virtual one, which I did sort of not seriously at all and sort of did it with a few friends sort of chatting and walking and running. Um, And then I did an ultra last year but sort of the ones I've sort of properly sort of focused on and done it sort of seriously as serious as as serious as I am which isn't that serious um then I've been yeah chasing a sub four for a while I was training for a marathon just before covid and then obviously that happened and then didn't what didn't happen um and then for the last couple of years so last year I did um Brighton marathon um at the beginning of the year well for april and i got fairly close i think i got like 409 something i was getting there yeah um and that the week leading up to brighton i had like a sickness bug so i was like oh i'm not sure how it's gonna go but i did go you know i really tried but it just didn't happen you've done really well there haven't you yeah (laughs) it was the classic like at 20 miles just died and had to sort of hang on for dear life yeah um and then I did London Marathon again um last year in October um training went pretty well apart from like obviously a bit having to be over the summer which I don't really like doing long runs in like the heat and when it was like 40 degrees and yeah it's a that experience isn't it yeah exactly and then um felt great on like race day woke up like off I went like yeah this is it I'm gonna get support you know at London Marathon where else to do it it's the best place to do it um and then basically felt really unwell during the run threw up a few times um walked like probably the last seven eight miles so quite a lot of it Um, and then the next day I tested positive covid (laughs) so I was like oh okay like part of me was somewhat in a way weirdly relieved that I had covid because it explained why yeah it wasn't your training yeah okay I'm not yeah it's not my fault it's I had COVID I didn't realize did you um, finish I did finish yeah yeah well, that's um, but like then, way it? slower than I wanted um yeah. but I was I wasn't gonna not finish I was like well I'm gonna have to walk this in but whatever <laughs> yeah so is that um, this, the second time you've done London as well did you do it third time third oh yeah I, I did it yeah I did London in 2017 my first ever one and that was like I literally um wasn't part of a running club back then had no idea what I was doing I wasn't really a runner at all and I just basically booked the London Marathon via a charity and I was like yeah I'll do I'll do a marathon why not like out of the blue almost and then that's kind of I guess sparked me getting into running Uh, and then I did London again in 2019 and then again last year so yeah I was really lucky I got a ballot spot um yeah yeah so oh that was before yeah and my other thing was that I had the reason I did it in October was because I was deferred from the previous year when I had another weird illness thing (laughs) that's a deferral so yeah it's been a bit of a journey (laughs) yeah so firmly got my fingers crossed for you for Manchester that's for sure yes fingers crossed (laughs) we shall see but you never know um see how it goes yeah so you started your running journey with uh, a mammoth marathon task um, <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah wise not wise I'm not sure I'm um, not sure about that yeah so so what eventually took you to like sort of bite the bullet and reach out and join a club um so like I said my first marathon I didn't have a running club and I I kind of half made up my training I had a really lovely um my like parents neighbor um 
is a really experienced great runner and I, he sort of heard that I was I had signed up for London so I was like oh god Phil can you help me yeah. um have no idea what I'm doing um so obviously I did London really enjoyed it. it was my first one and I think I literally signed up for London not even had ever done like a 5k race or a 10k or anything so <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking um but yeah and I, I mean I'd gone out for a few jogs but literally like around the block of my house and that was about it um and then I moved um out of home and moved into like a house with some friends and tooting in London um and I, I, I if I'm honest I can't remember I remember hearing um about a few sort of local running clubs just through sort of friends and that kind of thing yeah. and I thought um I did a few runs around tooting where I lived and I thought yeah that's it I'm gonna um try and join a running club and I want to get faster and better at the sort of short runs that I was I was doing yeah um and I was really nervous because um they're like the the first running club I joined was Clapham Chasers yeah um well they're actually a a triathlon club but I predominantly joined just for the running um and I was really nervous so I went to their social run um for the first time and it was really lovely really welcoming um you know they had mixed abilities there um so yeah and I thought yeah I'm, oh and I thought I thought I wanted to do another marathon so I was like well um I probably need a bit of help this time rather than just yeah. making it up so I thought well if I join a running club sort of um build back up to doing some other longer runs and then I can think about um yeah doing another one nice so yeah you've had that initial anxiety about joining then mm. I bet it what did it take a, a couple of minutes of being around the people to realize actually what a friendly bunch and yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. yeah and the same is this, you know the same with my um my, my running club that I'm with now Sutton Striders um it's always I think a little bit daunting joining anything new you yeah. know um, any kind of social situ- situation um I can get a bit awkward and nervous in um but yeah both running clubs that I um, are talking about there have both been really welcoming. Um, and yeah, as soon as you're sort of running and chatting, um, that kind of fear tends to go away. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah I think, um, you, like you said, into sorts of any sort of social situation, you can be nervous um, joining them. Mm. But I think particularly running clubs seem to get a really like bad they do and i think everybody goes there thinking oh it's going to be awful this they're going to be mm. really nickety or they're going to be really like up themselves blah 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 they're going to sure. be wanting to go fast but it's just not the case is it no i think you know most people i think do this and i i definitely did it when i first joined i was there ready to make all the excuses like oh i'm really slow and i'm not sure i'll be able to keep up like don't yeah. worry you know if just leave me if i'm to being too slow then just go ahead it doesn't matter kind of thing yeah. Um, and none of them have been like, oh yeah, that's where well, you yeah, are just going to leave you, um, yeah. and you're and you're rubbish, and you can't keep up the kind of yeah, thing. Don't come back. Yeah, don't come <laughs> back. You're not good enough for us. Um, that's never happened. Um, and I think you know, I probably it probably does depend on the type of running club you're joining to a certain degree. Yeah. Um, but I don't yeah. think any running club would do that to anyone. You know, they wouldn't want to have that kind of. Um, I don't know that you know. I don't think that situation would happen. Um, it depends on what what part of the running club you're joining obviously if it's like a session for um the really fast lot then that's probably not the most appropriate one for someone to go to to begin with um but yeah no all all sessions and clubs have been really lovely you just you just find your groove don't you you find that that 
group of people that you're yeah. that are around you and you tend to like get pulled along or one week mm. you'll pull them along and yeah so you've had the two different clubs have you noticed a big difference between the two clubs or pretty much the same sort of vibe um, amongst them um do you know what like I think there's a lot of similarities um they've both been pretty much sort of um like performance focused um mm-hmm. but not it doesn't mean they don't really care how fast you are they just want you to get faster compared to yeah. what maybe you were beforehand um and they've also had a good mix of sessions in terms of the more social type of sessions um and um the sort of more speed type sort of sessions yeah. i guess the main the main difference would be that um clap and chasers i guess because it's been going for so long um it's like really established it's also a triathlon club it's based in clapham um which is a very sort of you know young sort of sought after area for people yeah. to live in in london that it's really big like there's thousands of members um so in terms of like knowing everybody in the club it's just not physically possible because it's so big um and there's sort of each time you go to a session you often might see new faces whereas at uh, my current club Sam Striders um we've really grown over, over the last um year or so but it's a fairly new club okay so it's smaller um so I guess at the moment and you know things might change as we develop and grow as well um, but at the moment it's sort of fairly easy to roughly know most of the people in the club yeah um or at least have sort of heard of them and recognize them so yeah a good a good handful of, of people yeah. and yeah it yeah. just makes it that little bit more social doesn't it yeah it does yeah for sure I mean obviously with a club like Clap and Chasers it's so big which is amazing and it's a fantastic club um, but there's loads of people, particularly, I guess, the people who are not the same ability as me and a lot faster or maybe possibly slower. Um, uh-huh. I wouldn't necessarily know them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I guess in in um, Sutton Striders, what's really great is just despite anyone's ability, you kind of know everyone. Yeah, very similar to our club. Um, sure. Ours is definitely more of a social element mm-hmm. in terms of like that running club. Yeah. What you do kind of like either know everybody by name or by face or you like sure. you see most people at, at our club runs so it's uh, mm. yeah it's a really it's a really good place to have like that social element to to your weeks really um, yeah so so were you with Sutton at the inception or did you join um sort of well not so much so I um moved house and moved to Carshalton in October 2020 so like in between all the lockdowns yeah um, and me and my partner sort of you know we bought our first place together and I knew that my old running club was going to be a bit too far away to really go to all of the time I still yeah. so I'm still second claim there so I still um go back now and again and run with my you know still got a lot of friends there so oh, cool. Um, cool. but it's like a half an hour cycle to one of their sessions um, and then another session, which is a bit further away, it's just not convenient to get to, you know, particularly on yeah. a week weekday night when I've been at work and whatever. Um, so I was like, right, when um, then obviously the second winter lockdown happened, I was just running like on my own or running with like um, a friend, but obviously not in the groups because none of them were sort of happening. Yeah. And then um, when things started to sort of open up again, I was like, right, I need to find a new local running club to join. And there was two in the area um, and I actually joined um, both um, just to give them both a go um, yeah. and see what worked for me. 
Um, and then since, well, that was sort of, yeah, I guess 2021-ish. And then over the course of the year um, and this year, I've sort of um, joined Sutton Striders as a first claim. Um, it just worked well for me in terms of the sessions they have, the locations and the sort of ethos of the club. Um, yeah. worked really well for me so yeah I think yeah that's um that's actually good without giving advice um it's good <laughs> advice that you've just given there in terms of like one of the questions I do ask is like what advice would you give to somebody who's thinking about getting into club running like you've just touched on there sure it's going out and testing yeah the, the clubs absolutely. like you say um one club might just not be right for you but yeah the next club that you go to um, definitely will be, or at least absolutely there or thereabouts. Yeah. So, yeah. So, did you, you you've been there a year, and now you started leading runs. Is that correct? Yeah. So I help sort of volunteer and lead some of the um, some of the sessions throughout the week. So, um, Bryn is the, uh, the chairman of the club, and he sort of sets out all the sessions um, and training in advance and then um there's loads of us actually the club is so lucky because so many of us are so willing and keen to help um which i think some clubs don't always have and i think this club is really special in the fact that often we're kind of in a jokey way fighting over wanting to have the most you know sessions that we've helped lead and stuff um and i must say i'm not as good as some others in the club they're amazing but i really do try my best and help out as much as possible um and yeah sort of rock up and it's just about making sure everyone um particularly there's newcomers like is all okay um that we know what the session is going to be so whether it's just a social run we're doing or if it's going to be like an interval session or whatever it is yeah um and yeah just sort of checking everything's okay um introducing everyone if particularly if there's like a new person then we'll all go around to say who we are um and yeah just like a bit of sort of health and safety I guess in terms of if there's anything to watch out for or you know um anything like that really but yeah it's, it's a really nice thing to do and again sometimes I feel like oh you know I feel a bit nervous doing it but I'm like actually it's fine um yeah. it's just a nice thing to do um and sort of give back really yeah and I guess you're like you might feel nervous but you'll you'll still be getting all the support from those that are in, in your group I don't oh know. yeah absolutely and everyone's always willing to chip in like particularly um I was like, oh, I've got if I've forgotten anything to say you know, like remind me if I've forgotten something because I probably yeah. have um and like um leading the roots as well so um on the Monday night we have a social run yeah and um because we our social runs have got quite big recently um, we were splitting into sort of different groups and different pace groups as we've sort of grown, in, uh, grown and developing. And one thing we've done recently is that one group will go one direction across the social route. Um, and then the other group will go the opposite way. We meet halfway and say hi, have a breather yeah. and then we carry on. And if I'm going the opposite way, because it's like the opposite direction, particularly because we started doing this in the in the dark and like obviously it's winter still and whatever. Um, and the evenings have still been quite dark. I'm like, oh, guys, I really can't remember this route backwards. Can you can you help me <laughs> out? <Yeah. laughs> so there's always somebody who's going to yeah help help and be there as well. Oh, great. Yeah, it sounds, yeah. sounds really good. Um, so you 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 don't you do you actually get in like do you have just those routes that are already set out or do you, do you change it up depending on what 
what type of people arrive on the night or is it kind of like this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it or this is the pace that this group's going to run at is everybody cool sure. with that sort of thing yeah so it's all a bit different depending on the session I guess I mean our um, Monday social run is like the same route but like I said some of the people do it the opposite direction yeah. um, I think probably as we grow and develop we might start developing some new routes as well um, in my old running club, uh, my second claim one, Clapham Chasers, we would have three different routes for social run, which we re- would rotate um, each week. So potentially, I don't know, something like that might happen in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, some of the sessions also we do around sort of interval work, um, depending on where we're meeting, we might do sort of do laps. So um no one ever gets left behind because like for one, for example, one session we do at a place called Overton Park, which is like a big field. Um, so it doesn't really matter what your pace is because you're all running around the same big loop of the, right. of the field yeah. anyway and things like that. Um, but yeah, as we um, grow and develop, I imagine we'll start having some more different like um, pace groups and stuff, but we're very keen on making sure everyone's included. So you know, in our social runs, no one gets left behind. There'll always be like a tail runner and we'll slow, we'll run at the speed of the slowest run if we need to. Um, and the same as, um, same goes on our Sunday long runs at the moment as well. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. I suppose, like you're saying, when you, if you're going to get all these different groups and you've got so many people that are willing to lead, mm. you're not going to have a problem, are you, with uh, yeah. like splitting those groups up and letting people find yeah. what kind of suits them. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So, What's um what's your favourite session in terms of like uh, interval session or hill session or oh, have gosh. one of those favourite go to sessions that you'd like to drop into your training? Yeah, I mean the one I like the most, I guess, in terms of the one I know I need to do the most to get quicker yeah. is like a yeah like a tempo interval session. Okay, yeah. Um, so yeah, like I don't know something like um three times eight minutes or whatever it may be um those type of sessions are hard but I like the fact that you've only got to run for like a certain amount of time and you know you're going to have um you know a two minute recovery or whatever it might be um I I find it harder when it so at the moment we've been doing um what uh Bryn who's our uh, coach and chairman has been calling Elliot sessions as okay, in yeah. Elliot Kipchoge. Yeah, Obviously, I'm not running tough. at the pace that he runs. Because of <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> um, but it's sessions that you um, running at a pace that you could maintain for one hour and 59 minutes, he calls it. Okay, yeah. So it's kind of like a bit far, a bit faster than my, my half marathon pace is the way that I sort of remember it in my head. Uh-huh. Um, and so as part of our marathon training sessions, um, we've been doing those once a week roughly so either doing it for like 40 minutes or 60 minutes the other day we had to do it for like 70 minutes which was really hard um or maybe just like 30 minutes depending on what else you know what other sessions are going on that week or if there's going to be a race at the weekend Mm -hmm. things like that um and I've actually really enjoyed those sessions because I've not normally I guess trained that way yeah um and done that kind of pace for that kind of um 
for that kind of time period unless mm-hmm. I was actually probably doing a race yes, um yeah. so it's been a really good way of training and I've I felt like I've benefited from it like I got a PB at my half marathon um on Sunday so I think it's working (laughs) yeah yeah it sounds like a really good session actually yeah I've enjoyed it yeah um I think a lot of people are probably listening to this will get something out of that and maybe give it a go I think it's like you said it's like if you're building and then you're building and you're building but you're keeping that sort of pace you just yeah I mean I'm probably saying it wrong here and I'm sure he would correct me yeah Um, but I think the mindset is behind that obviously um Elliot Kipchoge can run that pace for two hours obviously it's his pace not the pace I'm running again yeah um but yeah I think that's the sort of mindset behind it yeah yeah Um, yeah but it seems to be working so a lot of stuff I don't always if I'm honest understand the technical training stuff but I just listen and I just get told what to do sometimes and I'll do it (laughs) look as long as you do it you hit your paces and you get the benefits out of it do you really need to know why you're doing it yeah (laughs) exactly good it's a good uh, student that doesn't ask any questions I guess yeah. <laughs> so um yeah you've done you've you haven't been running like a great amount of time was it 2017 you said didn't you yeah probably um, around then yeah, yeah when I first probably started and in that time you've you've obviously progressed really well and you've done pretty much the the like the the bulk of the different distances so mm. you've done you've done a fair amount of marathons in that time as well so Obviously, it's not not that long. So training for a marathon obviously takes a long time, and yeah, when we've had COVID and you've had illnesses and stuff like that, do you have a favorite distance? Is it the marathon? Is it? Um, or... I think my favorite distance is a half marathon. Yeah, because a marathon, like I do love it, and it's amazing, but it's such a commitment, um, and it's bloody long <laughs> way. <Yeah. laughs> Um, and it does take over like your whole four, basically four months of your life is sort of taken over by training yeah. when you're doing one. Um, and on the opposite side of things, things like a 5K and a 10K. I mean, 10K is my worst. I hate 10Ks. I actually d- recently did two 10K races and they were the first 10Ks I've done in like, I don't know, three years or something. Because to me, a 10K is like, I was gonna say obviously but like a 5k twice like there's not really much difference between my 5k pace and my 10k pace to be honest yeah I've said this so it's just like holding on a 5k but for double and it's just awful yeah (laughs) I think Um, yeah because you kind of like you get your legs turning over at that pace and if you can't get your legs turned over any faster for a 5k you're going to turn those legs over that fast for a 10k so yeah you are like just doubling the time that you need to in that pain cave sort of exactly area. yeah so yeah. like that was my goal one of my goals is this year actually was to try and do some more 10ks because i never do them so i've already done two oh, um yeah. <laughs> so i've ticked that off maybe i can say i've done that yet done that that's now two yeah. in the middle of a marathon block as well so i know i know going. i don't know i don't know what i was thinking you, you um, <laughs> yeah but yeah i think a half marathon is the best because it's like you don't have to go crazy fast like a five or 10k um but it doesn't take over your life with the training like a marathon um so yeah I think that's probably my favorite but I think I do find training for a half marathon hard if I haven't got a marathon coming up right okay because it's like well I might as well do a half marathon because I'm doing the training anyway for a marathon yeah um but there's I think there's not there hasn't really been many times that I've bothered booking a half marathon if I haven't got 
a marathon like you know a few yeah afterwards because I'm like oh it's still a long way to train <laughs> yeah and you but it's probably my favorite type of uh, race because it's still it's still um yeah it's, you haven't got to go crazy fast because you've got to pace yourself because it's still quite far you know quite a long distance yeah it's a long way um which you shouldn't underestimate because sometimes like, oh yeah you know it's just a half marathon I've been doing you know 15 or 18 mile runs the last few weekends so it's you know it's much shorter yeah um but obviously when you're picking up the pace <laughs> yeah. it still feels quite far <laughs> it's that last what three three and a half miles that yeah the, yeah the tough it's, thing for the on sunday i got half. to about yeah 10 miles and i thought oh god it's like another park run distance i don't know if i yeah. can do this <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh yeah it's trying to break it down as well isn't it but sometimes like it, it can work mm. to your detriment because you think oh i do five k's faster than this so <laughs> yeah. oh, no. I'm not going to be able to go a 5k pace. Yeah. But yeah. So I've, and I have still got that, that park run to do. Mm. So did you find a big difference um, between marathon training and when you did your ultra? Um, not particularly, but only because I wouldn't say I like, well, I did train for the ultra, but it was only, I think it was like four or five weeks after my marathon. Right. So you're already. So that- yeah, so I yeah. did Brighton Marathon in April, and then the Ultra was in May, like the beginning of May, I think, or mid middle of May. Um, so yeah, I think I had like one week like recovery after the marathon, obviously because I was a bit dead from that. Yeah. Um, and then I was a bit like, oh gosh, now I've got to do some more long runs. I've, I've just done a marathon. I don't know if I really want to. So I did some like fairly easy like slow long runs with a little bit of walking in them actually which I really think is a great thing sometimes with training mm-hmm. um so I think I did a few I, I never did anything longer than a marathon I did the marathon and then the rest of my long runs were like I don't know 15 or 18 miles or so okay, yeah um but the ultra was I love the ultra um because I had absolutely no pressure to complete it in any time I didn't really care it was my first one I knew it was going to be um a lot of it the second part of the race was going to be really hilly um because it's on the trails along the um South Downs way so I was just like yeah I'm just gonna have a jolly old day out um and see how it goes um so yeah my training for the ultra didn't I didn't well I didn't really train for it because I just trained for the marathon and then happened to do an ultra afterwards <laughs> sort of so thing did, yeah you, were, you obviously you, like you said you, were, you really enjoyed it so mm. just did you just enjoy settling into a like a different pace and knowing that you're going that a little bit further and it's a bit yeah. of a different feel isn't it I've, I've never done an ultra myself but my wife's a big ultra runner and sure. I quite often like go and crew her yeah and uh you quite often like you can feel like the the kind of like the atmosphere is that little bit different to yeah. like a normal race, I think. Definitely. It completely had a different feel. I mean, I felt nervous because I was like, oh gosh, this is a really long way. But because yeah. I didn't care about my time, I did just think, because my, like, my family came and my partner came and yeah, they kind of met me sort of a, a few points across it. And then at the end, I was like, to be honest, like, because I don't really like, I'm not taking it seriously like I was my marathon. I was yeah. like, I can just jump in the car if I really need to. Um, yeah, yeah, I've already yeah. run a marathon what am I I've got nothing to prove to myself I know I can do a marathon um this is just more like 
more for fun I guess and more for more like more enjoyment rather than trying to prove something to myself and you know that sense of achievement um so yeah it was really jolly like everyone was a bit more chatty I guess because uh-huh. they yeah. weren't you know when you're doing a marathon they don't really want to talk so they don't want to use up energy whereas that like the first 15 miles of it were um really flat right so I was like, right, go slow, because although you probably could go faster than you're going, like you've still got, you know, this is an ultra marathon. It's a long, it's a long way. Yeah. It, was, it was 50K. So I was like, okay, wow. so I took the first 15 miles, um, was chatting to a few people. I was like, oh, yes, yeah, this is my first ultra. So they were like really um, helpful and give me some advice and just, but like not in like a patronizing way or anything like that, yeah. just sort of, they'd done a few, so they were just sort of passing on tips. Um, and yeah, and then the next 15 miles were like proper hilly. Um, so you, like, I know some people would have run them, but personally I had no ability to run up those really steep hills. Um, so it was walking up the hills and then jogging the flats and the downs. Um, and yeah, I just, it was no pressure and it just, there was, also really enjoyed stopping for food on the way that was, I was just gonna say it's <laughs> Big fan of eating. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah i've um I've, my actual like training partner ian he does he's done a few ultras and sure. i'm sure he just uses them for a day out to have a picnic while he's running <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely get that, get that picnic rug out and yeah see, yeah I, when i when i was talking about when i was crewing my wife um she had like all sorts of stuff and I'd gone into this aid station and um, had all of like, a, I don't know if she needed pastas or extra bottles and stuff like that. So sure. I took the big box in and the, the guys at the aid station were like laughing at me. I was like, uh-huh. oh, I haven't got the fridge yet. And they thought I was joking. <laughs> Went back to the car and brought the fridge out that had the food in. I was like, <laughs> the other runners were coming in actually that. thinking that I was like part of the aid station like oh what's in this box you were the marshalling yeah, yeah it's like yeah he's, do you need some tape yeah yeah it was a yeah a friendly deal but yeah it's just an excuse for a, for exactly. a picnic while you're running I think it's I mean, nice to you... hear from people that have done like the ultras because mm-hmm. I've not had many on yet so it's nice to hear like from your point of view that it was something that you, you really enjoyed just like dropping that pace having a having a lovely time out and yeah ultimately finishing and achieving like a really really big goal yeah and it's mad because like I think a lot of people like me in terms of you know I I don't class myself as a serious fast runner because I'm not that fast but I'm also I know I'm not that slow either I'm very much somewhere I think in the middle which I'm like really happy with and and, like fine with kind of thing um but I completely appreciate to people who aren't runners if I say, oh yeah, I've done an ultra marathon, you know, when I hear other people say that, I'm like, oh my God, that's mad. That's crazy. I'm like, oh, I've done one. Like, that's really cool. Um, So it's quite a cool thing to say. And I'm sure I quite like saying, yeah, I've done one. Um, Even though I'm not one of those, like, what I'd call a serious runner. But I think a lot of people say that just as like a way of making them sort of sales feel better and sort of not wanting to sort of sound like a knob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. You know what Uh, I mean? I am. Yeah, I'm probably too serious, really. Um, <laughs> I try not to be, but there's yeah. nothing wrong with that either. <laughs> yeah, you just can't. I just yeah, some yeah, I can't. I just can't help myself. I try. I go and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be a serious. I'm not going to be serious. And then it's just like, I hit the tarmac and I'm like, I'm serious. Like, I'm there's nothing I can do. To be about. honest, like I think a lot of us also do that. Like I'm like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to properly race this. And then as soon as you start, like, right, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> yeah, I've got um, yeah. I've got a ten miler next weekend. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm saying 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna race it, but I probably just end up racing it. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do five miles either side of it, so I'd make it into a long run. So maybe I can't sure. race it. No, um, I've done that a few times. Yeah. Yeah, but and then like getting that race atmosphere and again and trying to trying sure. to and stuff because. You just don't know on the day, like, you can be doing all the training runs and getting your fueling right, but if something goes wrong on the day with fueling, you need to know. Oh, absolutely. I've had it so many times where, like, I've done everything that I normally do and, like, I've had a good amount of sleep, I've eaten well, you know, all the, like, the right things and you just, yeah. like, you just feel like shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you just can't, um, you know, you end up sort of running slower than you wanted and you just have to go with it. I'm like, yeah, okay, it's one of those days, like, um yeah you're always gonna have bad runs not everyone's gonna be a good run so yeah it's just what it is really yeah I think um for Manchester though it's um I've done the half down there and mm-hmm. it's really good for bottles and um gels on the tables and stuff like that sure so I'm quite like I'm quite happily confident with how it'll be with being at nice. bottles down there it's nice and yeah they have these big bins um, with targets on the back so you can throw your bottles off the back of oh, the target yeah. rather yeah. than like trying to hit a tiny bin that you normally <laughs> normally have to and then there's bottles skidding around all everywhere over, yeah all over the road yeah so um <laughs> yeah we you spoke earlier about um we were talking about like the last three miles and you said about park runs and uh mm. you've got 50 under your belt which is uh, a yeah pretty, pretty large amount um you obviously enjoy the park run experience yeah, I do. I love a park run. I mean, um, I have to be honest, I'd say a lot of people in my club take park runs quite seriously. And I don't mean that in any judgmental way. Like, I really love the fact that they really go for them. And um, a lot of people are getting some amazing um, PBs recently with park runs. Yeah, I'd say probably about 95% of my park runs are what I'd call slow, chatty park runs. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Because I kind of see it as my point in the week where... I do a slow chatty run with friends. That's nice. Um, and you know, now and again, I might try and race it, but particularly the I, Nonsuch is my new local. Well, I say new; it's the one that's my local one for a while now. But um, my local park run, and it's sort of a little bit of tarmac, and they're mainly on like grass and a bit muddy sometimes. Um, and because it's not like a PB kind of um, yeah. uh, course, really. Um, I know you can get like your quickest time on that particular course, but I just love park run just to like catch up with friends over at the you know beginning of the weekend. Yeah. Um, so that's why like I guess most of mine are at like the slower end of like what my five k's can be, um, because I just like it as a as a sort of a slow plod. Most of mine are are at park run, but yeah, I love the atmosphere. I love the inclusivity of it all. Um, I love the community feeling. Um, I like that there's a big uh, club presence. So most of our, a lot of Sutton Striders will go to, will go to non-such park run, you know, most weekends. Um, so it's always nice to catch up with them. And a lot of them will go for like coffee and cake afterwards. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I love it. I think it's just, it's just a lovely thing. <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. But, in, and like you said, like you can use it for however you want to use it. Um, there's mm. like there's the there's those that are doing the first ever one they've done maybe it's done a couch to 5k and the first yeah. 5k is going to be around the park run and yeah. there's always a coffee shop close by and you've got like that that community spirit and mm-hmm. i do tend to race them sure um 
I haven't done that many. And the other week I did one as a like a, a long run sandwich. So oh, I yeah, I've done that a few fast. times. Yeah. I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, yeah. Actually performed quite well, just going around chatting with the, the guy who I was on my long run with. And it, it ended up being like actually a nice park run. It was the first time I'd done my local park run as well. Oh, nice. So I always tend to go to where the flat ones are. Sure. Um, or yeah. where, like, if we've got a club presence somewhere, I'll go to that one as well. So, yeah, yeah I'm going to try and get down to my local one a little bit more often and just maybe take it easy um i but... guess i've got the opposite of opposite that i do want to actually try and do um some faster <laughs> park runs and some, yeah. try some faster 5ks i think by the time it gets to the weekend i've like You've done a, often a fair amount of training in the week i've already done maybe like one or two sort of hardish runs maybe yeah. um and then i know that i've probably got a long run on the sunday um someone was like oh no i can't, I can't be bothered for doing a fun yeah. park run i'll just do an easy one um but it is another thing I, I would like to try and do another um well yeah try and sort of space them into my training and uh, even after you know the marathon maybe then focus on doing some park runs after that yeah but, that, you know faster ones yeah yeah you, you're constantly training for marathons yeah you're not going to have that much um, chance to do the yeah go, go through, especially when you know that your long runs your important run of the week isn't it you don't want to like yeah exactly you know, I'd rather focus on, on that Saturday. one at the moment yeah 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 it's, it's mm-hmm. a tough it's a balancing act isn't it it's something that yeah we've spoken about for a few weeks on on the podcast um, mm. just about like trying to balance all the different distances that we want to take part in and I think oh yeah I remember you saying about that in another another podcast yeah yeah, it becomes like kind of almost not not a negative but a bit of a pitfall with club because you just want to get involved in everything because it's you want to do them all yeah yeah it's (laughs) like we've got um we have what we call the Grand Prix Mm -hmm. so you get points for for finishing like your races um in in a certain time everyone gets allocated time for their for their ability and so it's kind of like everybody can anybody can win it um yeah. just it's not like always the fastest person um it's just how well you do against the time that you've got so we have like a half cool. two halves we have to do um mm-hmm. two 5ks two 10ks and then what an odd ball so that's like the odd like it can be anything from like i don't know four miles five mile race oh, okay miles. sure so that's what i'm doing next week i'm going to try and get an odd ball but in the middle of the marathon train it might be a bit a bit tough <laughs> but yeah we kind of like yeah spread ourselves thin don't we we do yeah absolutely when i was um when i was doing a little bit of research on you about your park runs and i saw that you your home park run was none such i was Mm. like does that mean that she's not picked a local park run or (laughs) (laughs) oh do you mean to do a fast one do you mean no i mean the the actual name none such it sounds like like she's got like it's not a it's not you've not picked a park run you know like none oh, such. i see yeah no none such is about um about three miles from my house it's it's the one that's closest to me actually that's one thing that um <laughs> i said to my partner when we chose this place was like oh you know it's not actually that close to a park run i'd like to be a bit closer um <laughs> Um, but we said he said, yeah, I can't decide where we're going to live based on a park run, which I thought was okay, fair enough. Tell me you're a runner without telling me you're a runner. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but um, because I, it's like if you're going to do, if you're going to run there and then do it and then run back, which I do do sometimes, that's more yeah. like, you know, a long run. It's going to be nine, nine, ten miles kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's a nice but... distance to do actually sometimes when I can get up early enough to get to run there. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, but yeah, it's a bit. It's that's getting up that little bit earlier, isn't it? But yeah, you've got to got to get it in when you've got to get it in. Exactly. You? Yeah. <laughs> so you've got um, you've got Manchester coming up. Um, mm-hmm. but do you have any other sort of goals for the next six to twelve months? Um, I think my my main. I'm just focusing on. Can I get a sub four marathon? Um like hopefully but we'll see um mm-hmm. do you know what like if i don't get it i don't get it i'll just have to try again another time you know yeah. um but i'd love to be able to get it at this point in my life it would be really helpful and just <laughs> i feel like i can then sort of not retire from marathons but i can give myself a bit of a break from them um because this will be obviously doing two marathons last year and the ultra and then this one you know the beginning of this year it's been quite a lot of quite a lot of long runs um yeah it's a lot and I feel like until I get it I won't be able to sort of let it go um you know I think like um having goals is one of the reasons I run it's not the the main reason but I'm definitely still chasing that sort of sense of achievement for getting that sub sub four so yeah we shall see um I've forgotten what you asked me now sorry (laughs) that was it it was like what's your next like 12 to 6 months goal. yeah I don't yeah. really have anything planned after that um I've got a f- I think I've got like a team team race thing called the green belt relay um which I think I might be in May but apart from that I don't think I've got anything else booked after Manchester for now just because I've done quite a few races this side of the, the marathon training um yeah. and I've got a 16 miler and a 20 miler race before um Manchester as sort of practice training runs as well so I feel like I need a bit of a a bit of um I'll still be running but like some just you know running for fun another reason rather than running to train for a marathon kind of time in my life (laughs) yeah that goal of just enjoying your running without any sort of stress or anything to exactly yeah yeah without meandering too much yeah I think yeah um, it's important to do that especially like like you say the last 18 months that you've had like you've, you must have just like been bouncing from one training block to the next really yeah and also I think my partner might kill me if I book another one <laughs> yeah just another, I'm just going to do 100 miles next year yeah sorry I'm just going out for another run no yeah. to be honest he, he's amazing he's really supportive does he run um, um does he run uh we did a half he'll laugh if he hears this we did a half marathon together just before uh covid happened in like february 2020 the big half in london yeah um and he was great he's like one of these annoying people who were like not trained to do any running i think he did like i don't know a couple of runs beforehand and then did like a he got like a really good i think he got like 156 for like barely training i was like you got really annoying um <laughs> But he's really active. He does. Um, he's a firefighter, so he's in the gym a lot at work. Right. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu. Um, he does cycling in the summer. Um, but actually, recently, he um, we went for. He did actually come for a run with me. So for ages, I've been like, "Come on, like, let's get back into running," because he was into it before when we first got together. Yeah. And um, when we first got together, he's like, "Yeah, it's really cool that you're a runner. Like, I really want to do a marathon one day. Like, yeah, that's really cool." And then I think we got together and that was just this like little speech to like impress me. Get you in. Yeah. yeah. And then he like stopped running and I was like, what's what's happening? Um, so, but recently he's got, he's apparently been re-inspired to start running again. I don't think by me, I think by um, some of his work colleagues who did the London Marathon in the full um, London Fire Brigade like gear in the, wow. you know, the full suits. 
um he's like oh that's really cool I think I can do that as well and I was like they're so inspiring I was like what, what about me am I, am I yeah why am I not inspiring you <laughs> yeah um and then he was like he came home the other day like yeah I'm gonna book a marathon I was like whoa 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 like slow down a sec <laughs> let's get you doing some 5ks first <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so like I say running. he goes through phases of running <laughs> but he's very active in general <laughs> oh good good yeah. yeah well you can't both be going out for well, saying exactly. that we have, to, we have to juggle hours. It's kind of like sometimes we we like <laughs> high five, tag team, yeah, like jot and look after the kids sort of thing. As I'm going sure. out the door, Claire's going out the door. Yes, yeah. yeah you, we you we don't have in. kids yet, but we do tag team in terms of like right. He's going to jujitsu. Um, I'll do. I'll make dinner, then I'll go out for my run after, and you know, just life things to get sorted together. So yeah, yeah it's um we're yeah we're both um I think fairly motivated and like um we're both active people and that's what sort of I guess one of the things that draws us to each other was oh, nice. that we're both yeah active and like being like being outside like doing exercise and sort of yeah setting ourselves goals based on our own sort of ability and stuff yeah so you'll have to get that sub four in before he I know right he would you? literally not train and just get a sub four before me I'm <laughs> yeah. so annoyed I've been going for it for years <laughs> yeah, you need that. so you said you talked about um him getting inspired to run so do you do you have any sort of anybody that inspires you? Um, do you know what? I think it's just all everyone at, at, at both my clubs, um, like just turning up again and again, like yeah. every session. Um, and that's what I find inspiring to keep me going, particularly when, you know, you don't go and you see everyone on Strava at that session again. You're like, oh, damn it, I didn't go. And yeah. that's what inspires me to keep going. I don't have like, I guess, a particular person in mind like I've got some amazing friends um I have to shout out my friend Amy who we did a lot of our training together she's still at Clapham Chasers um she is inspirational (laughs) um but I would say all my all my friends at both my clubs are because when they keep going it inspires you to keep going so yeah yeah, that's a very, very common answer across the nine weeks. Yeah. Um I think it's a hundred percent like spot on. I think it's those club runners, you know, like, don't get me wrong, like, all the amazing, like, elite athletes are inspiring and they're incredible. And you look at them and you think, how are you physically doing that? Yeah. But um, it makes more sense how they're doing that sometimes when you know all the support and stuff they're getting to be able to to compete at that level. But when you're thinking about club runners, which I love what your podcast is sort of um, showcasing, is that we are a lot of us very good runners you know depend doesn't I'm not talking about speed I'm just talking about like consistency in terms of consistency isn't it? yeah and like we're juggling a full-time job maybe children you know just life in general um all the other things and still running like x amount of times a week um so that's what I think is you know really inspiring is being able to keep doing that yeah yeah I think yeah you just look around at your every club running and they've all got mm. something going on and they're still getting out there like last night we were there and um it the, the rain and the wind was <laughs> horrific sure yeah but there was still like 20 people there and um yeah. one of our guys is just in the middle of well finished today he's doing 30 10 k's in 30 days so he like came down to a club and had a few people running with him to do that 10k for last night which is really nice for him sure oh so, yeah it's just like just yeah, I love something that. Like that when you can see somebody doing that, or like the older yeah. guy, we've got a guy who's like over seventy still running, and you know it's like 
amazing that he still like turned his legs over at that age. I'm like, God, I yeah, hope I love I'm, that. I hope yeah. I'm still walking at that age because it's um, <laughs> exactly. but again, it's like keeping active, isn't it? If you keep active, you, you keep yeah. active for longer. I think as soon as you start and stagnate, that that I know that it starts to go a little bit. I know. Hell, yeah. I do. I do get scared sometimes. I feel like, oh, he's going to have to be at me now forever. Like I, I have to run forever now until I physically can't. Because if I don't, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't know yeah, what happens exactly. to me. Yeah. At least you're enjoying it, though. You know. Oh yeah, I do. Like, I think when you um, you sent my email over with like some you know guideline questions or things you might ask, and I was thinking, you know, why do I, why do I run? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I do ask myself that, like particularly when you know the alarm goes off the other day one of my 10k races started at 8 a.m on a Sunday and I thought why why do I run like why am I doing this I could just stay in bed and be so happy but I know that I actually wouldn't be happy if I just stayed in bed and lied on the sofa all day I like I wouldn't be like the main reason um that I run above anything else above like all the goals I want to get and you know self-achievement and that kind of thing is my emotional and mental health yeah um like I 100% know if I don't run for a couple of weeks I will feel pretty shit I just won't feel happy um I won't be my normal like happy self so um that's what makes me get out of the door I guess (laughs) yeah it's 100% I mean it's come across in a in a few interviews about the mental health state and Mm. for me um so for the last like the week before last I had like a cold that like wiped me out I couldn't run at all and you can sure. just feel yourself getting gloomier and gloomier and gloomier yeah. and I started last week I'm like right I'm attacking this week and I got sick and spug and it's like oh my sure. god like what like but luckily this week it's like I'm fine I'm back running again I'm a lot like oh, bless a you, lot yeah. More chipper. yeah sometimes like you, I'll see a clown like do you need to go for a run she's like yeah I need to go for a run <laughs> and like she comes back and like it's like nothing yeah nothing. yeah it's like you said there like you you your alarm went off for an eight o'clock race and you're like oh why am I running but yeah. if it got to 10 o'clock and you hadn't gone and done it you'd be like why did I not run oh my god like the often the reason I go is because I know that feeling um will be worse if I don't go like I'll literally hate myself for the day if I haven't been yeah. so I might as well go because I it'll be you know the thought of running and doing it is actually better than the mind I'll, the mindset I'll have if I haven't gone <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> that, yeah you very very rarely come back hating oh I, I never regret going for a run like even if I've like it's not been my best run I don't regret doing it I always feel a bit better yeah. um for doing it so yeah it's basically my mental health and then second my second point is so I can eat lots of food <laughs> yeah yeah guilt-free guilt-free yeah, absolutely. Food, yeah. I, I would honestly be so if I didn't run I would be oh, massive I really would be yeah um, I'm not eating yeah but with that mental health thing as well like it sounds really um sometimes when I say it, I feel like I'm being like coming across really patronizing I don't mean it that way but I don't understand how people cope when without running like it's literally yeah. my coping strategy and I feel really sorry for people who don't run I, again that sounds really patronizing I don't mean it that way but it's like oh god but I need like you, you don't understand the feeling you get when you come in from a run and you just feel smug and you just feel content and you're like yeah and I feel like oh he, I wish you had that feeling that I get <laughs> I completely agree yeah I, think... I don't seem to get it from other forms of exercise like I like other forms of exercise like as we talked about earlier like um you know cycling and even walking and stuff but I won't I won't get that feeling unless I've run even if yeah. it's just a slow 5k I have to do some form of running 
to get that feeling. It's that runner's high, isn't it? I feel, yeah, I it's feel really the weird. Same. Yeah, I um, so I I ran a, a little bit uh, back in the day, and then I didn't do a lot. I was wasn't doing a lot of exercise and stuff, and then I started cycling just just through lockdown, and I got swift and started cycling a lot. And I'd I'd picked up an injury from running. Mm-hmm. where it was stopping me from like being able to run so I just packed it in got on the bike and it wasn't hurting on the bike so I thought I'll just keep going with the bike sure but then it started to like everything started to turn back on the races were starting to come I was going with Claire to races and just watching her getting the massive formal and then I just decided mm. like to to run again and then sure. just haven't even looked back at the bike it's kind of like uh-huh. it, it's just not it's not it's not the same um, no. I did enjoy the bike don't get me wrong but like yeah and you can't fit them both in because I definitely enjoy running running more um sure. but yeah. like it's just a different type of high I think that you get from it it really is like I don't really can't really understand it or explain it because I think other people do get it from other other forms of exercise obviously yeah um but I don't seem to get that same feeling when I've been in the gym. Not that I, re- I don't really like going to the gym. I find it really boring. But now and again, I might go. Um, yeah, or, yeah, from a lovely cycle ride. I've had a lovely time. and I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah. But it's just not that same feeling. I don't know. I think it's the, the, you know, the movement and stuff you go through on a run um, does something to you. <laughs> I, do. I think it's probably because you feel it through. Like, from top to toe, you feel it. Yeah. Whereas, like, with other forms of exercise you can you can miss bits out um mm, that's I think, true although like obviously when you're on the bike your core does get worked out and stuff but your arms and stuff aren't working or they're not moving or yeah yeah and I don't like you can chat a little bit but like when you're longer runs when you can chat to your friends and stuff like that and you're out in the fresh air mm. you just kind of feel it a little bit more I think it's uh, yeah I like what you said that really uh yeah it's really touched the nerve for me actually yeah actually that getting that sort of yeah but that's why I feel like I have to run forever now because I know if I don't like a I'll start getting fat which I don't want yeah um and I know that I just you know my mental health will suffer from it so I'm like right I'm I've committed to this running malarkey now for life now I'm gonna have to carry it on you know regardless of you know what my speed might be like or if I do races or whatever but I'm gonna have to keep keep running for as long as my body will allow me to like when yeah that time I was saying when I did I had to defer London um I had this like really weird headache thing for like a month it was awful um mm-hmm. I couldn't run for like six seven weeks I think right um and I afterwards I thought god I'm really like grumpy and really lo- like just feeling a bit rubbish and like why like you know I'm feeling I'm better now my illness has gone away but I think it's yeah. because I hadn't hadn't run for so long that like it like accumulated almost and I had been top. able to yeah, and then obviously I lost a lot of fitness as well, so it was kind of like starting again. Um, so yeah, definitely, it's a, it's amazing what it can do. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, brilliant. I think that's gonna resonate with uh, a lot of listeners. I think, I think so. Yeah, uh, excellent. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I think just a f- few more little bits of quick questions, if that's sure. okay. Yeah. Um, so do you do. You, Obviously, you do a lot of running with other people, but when you're out mm. there on your own, do you, do you have podcasts or do you, do you use playlists or what, what's your, what's your go sure. to? Do you know, not much. Um, now and again, I will. Like, obviously, I'd say, I don't know, 90% of my runs tend to be with people. Um, 
like most of my club runs or just like a informal social run that I've you know said oh, I'm going out for a quick run does anyone around want to join um when I am running on my own um sometimes I do like just not to have anything because it's a bit like oh it's just half an hour or an hour of like nothingness apart from running mm-hmm. um yeah. particularly because you know I'm, you know typically like on my phone a lot or you know on a screen with work and whatever it's, yeah. just, it's nice to be away from and sometimes just leave, leave my phone at home which is really nice just for like an hour or whatever if I do want some music <laughs> I've literally got my 2017 marathon playlist which obviously <laughs> I made for my first marathon and that's literally all I ever listen to when running so yeah. it's probably only got about I don't know 40 songs on it maybe something like that okay. um and whenever I, I do happen to listen to music, I will just put that playlist on because if I put my normal um, like Apple Music songs, like I've got so many different random songs on there, like loads of songs will come on that I'm just not in the mood for. Yeah. Um, I really need to make a new running playlist because it, it's literally like, what's that, like five, six years old now? Yeah. Um, and I've definitely overheard all of the songs on there many times. Um, yeah. But they well, also feel like they are my running songs, so I'm like, oh, but they're my running songs. So I feel like if I made a new playlist, I'd want to put them on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd all just come back in with like maybe two extras, maybe one, two, or a few more extras. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, yeah, yeah, talking of like playlists and running playlists, I'm pulling one together. So, um, okay. do you have a a song that you'd like to induct into the local running club pod? Oh, okay. Playlist? Oh gosh, I'm just trying to think what I've got on there. Um, the song I Lived by One Republic, I always enjoy listening to when okay. I'm running. Yeah. Um, I'm not in. even a massive fan of that band at all, but that song I really like when I'm running. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if this would resonate with you, but Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys is also a song <laughs> yeah. that um, I enjoy <laughs> running to as well. That's probably the last, like, yeah, your last mile. When yeah, you, exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> you're pulling it through and you've got the energy in your arms and well, the air. You say last mile though, but often in the if I'm doing a long run and if I'm long run on my own, which isn't very often, but now sometimes I do it on my own if I need to, then I'll be like, all right, I'll take some music. But I actually get a bit of like sensory overload on long runs. Right. So I'll happily listen to music for like the first hour or so. But let's say it's like, I don't know, two and a half hours. In that last half an hour, like I'll find the music like overloading my senses. Right. <laughs> And like I need like silence, so I'll take it was like annoying me and frustrating enough to take the music out, which you would think would would be weird. You think it'd get me through it the last yeah. few miles. But for me, for some reason, like it's a bit like me and my friend always talk about this, like if we're on a long run at the end and like, you know, like an ambulance or like um goes past and it's really loud. Yeah. Um, it's like a sensory overload thing and we just can't cope. Like my body can only just cope with trying to get through these last miles. I can't need I can't do it deal with anything else. <laughs> Is it not because it's an ambulance and you want to lift? Oh, maybe that as well, yeah. <laughs> That's and one, and one um, final final question. Um, what would be your favourite piece of kit? Oh, I didn't think of an answer for this one. Um, are we allowed to talk about brands? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there. there's two things, I guess, if I'm allowed to say two things. Anything yeah. from Sweaty Betty. I have this weird like obsession with it. um where it's really expensive but I just want all all of their basically their leggings and shorts I have many of um so yeah sweaty betty um like running leggings and shorts um 
and then my trainers I guess I think you know you can get away with not needing a lot of gear with running and it's very easy when you're it's your hobby to spend lots of money and I think that's okay if it's like you know your main hobby and interest um and you can have all the gadgets and everything but I think for a woman you need a good sports bra and a good pair of trainers and then you can kind of cope with having um anything else for the rest you know rest of it so I wear Brooks adrenaline trainers um and I always want to try new trainers out but I always get scared of like wasting like 150 quid on a pair of trainers which I know which don't work for me and I always know that Brooks adrenaline do work for me Yeah. yeah yeah so I just get them every time um and I normally buy a new pair every six months or so yeah and because obviously I need to sort of replace them because I'm running so many miles in them so yeah Brooks adrenaline trainers for me and then as like a special treat but probably too often a special treat it's anything from sweaty sweaty betty yeah every time they have a new collection you mean yeah exactly although i do i do look out for their emails where it's like quick 50 percent off and then i order loads um so yeah those are my my pieces of kit i would um recommend well yeah i think yeah um there's loads of stuff in there that's gonna resonate with a lot of people um it's been lovely chatting to you jen um, thank you the time's absolutely gone by i know i told you i'd ramble <laughs> um well that's what we're here for i'm going to start calling it the local um running club rambling pod <laughs> yeah, i'm scared that it ends up into some sort of rambling <laughs> like yeah yeah um no excellent um thank you so much um enjoy the rest of your marathon block and um, thank you you too I'll, um, yeah i'll look out for you down in in Manchester thank you yeah I'll cheer you on good luck (laughs) thank you you too bye now all right take care bye well another excellent rambling chat um I think there's loads to take on from that um if you can't get something out of that then um yeah I think the whole mental health thing and the runner's high and yeah the fact that she's done so many marathons and um getting in there with the ultra marathon um i think it's it's brilliant and the whole yeah running and using the club to get better and meeting new people i think it's yeah just stuff that we can really really get on board with um brilliant to to chat um week on week i'm just enjoying every every chat and i hope you are too uh, any questions that you might have for me coming out of that just let me know if you may if you have any questions for jen i can fire them over to jen too um i'm sure she'll be able to or very willing to to answer them right then on to my training after a poor week last week i was really really determined that this week i was going to smash it out the park get back on track and then build for the rest of the block um so this week was due to be my deload week however with being ill the week before i decided to just go forward on plan kind of use the illness week as a deload obviously i didn't run much so even though i was ill and not obviously not resting properly um it was probably enough to treat it as a deload um so then yeah move forward and assess where i was at after this week um if i do feel like i need a little bit of a deload i can just drop that in but for now it's kind of like time to smash the rest of this plan 
uh, get back on track for Manchester. Uh, so yeah, without with having most of last week off, I went straight in on the Monday with an interval session. Uh, not normally a day for this. I'm normally rest day, but I thought haven't ran for so long. Might as well go have a go at it. Uh, so this was six half mile intervals, aimed for five forty pace, which uh is yeah it's quick for me that so did really really enjoy it um and I do really enjoy this session. I'm not sure whether I enjoy this more or the mile repeats um probably probably a mixture of the both really um I can't really pick one um yeah so yeah it it was a good session um you can really put in some pace there the longer form and you can really get like chance to open those legs up uh this coupled with a mile warm-up mile cool down total mileage of five for the workout so not like loads of volume but good like movement in the legs I'll probably eventually move this out to two warm-up two cool down um i did feel sick throughout all the efforts but i was like putting this down to it being a tough session uh, coming back from being hill and how wrong was I as Tuesday went on I felt more and more sick uh, ended up going home with work with a sickness bug uh, brilliant just what I needed after last week and not training at all I was really worried at this point that I was going to miss another week of training and it would be like really detrimental and set me back so it was time to rest again um, and yeah I was really looking forward to a big week so at this point my motivation um my my mood was just like rock bottom um so yeah I rested a couple of days and <clears throat> got back on it on the Thursday um I decided to go out for just easy um get on the treadmill jump on and see if I could get like an easy 10 just to get the legs working and still try and like get some good mileage in um using the treadmill treadmill just meant I was able to regulate my efforts a little bit more easily than on the roads I always still tend to go out too fast and this run was it was all right first three or so miles were a little bit hard but then I settled in for the last seven um felt good but yeah all things considered so that was like 10 at 8 25s in the end and I knew I had the long run still to do it's going to be again another one where it was going to be uncharted territory so I decided to just have a rest day on the Friday uh, especially after not doing anything for like close to what, two weeks um, so yeah used that sort of time to save myself for the long run and this was Saturday and it was 18 Um, managed to rope in my training buddy Ian for the middle miles which really fit in with what he wanted to do this week too so it's good when you can adapt or pick somebody up and get the miles in with a friend and just even if it isn't for all the miles um, it just means that they get their workout you get your workout and you get a little bit of company along the way um, most of this was fine I started cramping a little bit in the last three and a half yeah three three and a half miles and didn't finish as strong as I had two weeks ago um, on the long run uh, I, I'm gonna hopefully this is due to being ill um, not eating much in the week and hopefully I'll be able to see where I'm having a little bit more in my long run next week, which will be, yeah, Im important in terms of like my um confidence, I think. 
And yeah, I think also I need to try and look at training with gels a little bit more too, especially in these longer runs. I usually try and train with less fuel. Um, so like on race day, I've got that added bonus of like a fuel overload almost. But with with the long runs, I, it's probably a good idea just to get the fuel in there, just to make sure I get them done and don't beat up my body too much. So yeah, next week I'll try and take on a few more gels. Um, even though it felt tough, I did pull up really well. Um, it was 18 miles and ended up being just 7.57s um, for an average, which is pretty good. There were some good marathon pace miles in there. It was a bit slippy towards the end of the track because uh, it rained a bit, so the mud started to come in. So overall, I think, at the end, yeah, it, I did it. I got the 18 in got the legs turning over and after a pretty tough week I was fairly fairly happy with it um yeah even though it did feel tough I pulled up really well on the Sunday so I managed to squeeze in an extra five on the treadmill just eight twenty sevens again nice low impact um which meant that I'd managed to salvage a pretty decent week from what could have been an absolute disaster um ended up with 38 miles lowest miles for a good few weeks but um really happy <clears throat> with being able to get them done especially with the way it was the way the week started and being ill the week before so on to next week I'm going to pretty much mirror what I did last week just to as a little bit of a consolidation to, to see where I am to test that 18 miles out again it would have been 18 again this week because I would have had a deload last week so it makes sense just to continue on plan and hopefully I'll be coming back this time next week with a a positive um, outlook and a, a positive, well, yeah, a, a positive week behind me. I mean, I suppose you could you could put last week down as a as a good week just because I managed to get the miles in and did get the long run in and even though I was ill, I still still managed it. So just taking that little bit of time to to rest not trying to push through it i think helped me towards the back end of the week and there we go another week over uh thanks for hanging around to the end i'm sure that um you've got something from this week's pod um if it is your first time listening uh check out the other weeks um there will be loads of stuff in there that'll resonate with you and you'll be able to either use in your training or uh, just use socially um just to yeah the the amount of stuff that's coming out of these pods is brilliant and um the inspiring stories that are coming from it it's really really good um tell your friends um please like and subscribe to the pod it just helps other people discover it and yeah until next time keep it local Welcome to episode 10 of the Local Running Club pod with me, Greg Robinson. 10 whole weeks of shining a light on the local club running scene. What a 10 week it's been. Um, 
really enjoying it. I'm sure you lot are really enjoying the stories as well. And I'd just like to thank you for coming back week after week and um, hearing all these new stories and the chat and getting tips and tricks and hopefully it's helping your training as we go forward. Um, yeah, so this week obviously we'll have the, the normal rundown of my training later on and we'll have the the chat and uh, I've also had a listener question this week so this week's listener question came from Tilly and she asked what do you do for nutrition on the long runs um right so over the past few weeks this is something I've really toyed with or thought about or mulled over because when I'm running in my half marathon blocks I just don't really run with any fuel um but obviously as as the marathon block goes on, the runs are getting longer. It's pretty difficult not to not to take anything on board. So I started um to look at my actual race day plan and what I wanted in terms of fueling and bringing that into my longer runs. Um, I've always been a little bit reticent when it comes to wearing a pack. Um, <laughs> probably mainly over vanity, uh, for and because I don't really like to to carry any weight with me um like to be as minimal as possible but for the past few weeks I've uh been lucky enough to borrow one from my wife um and I actually really love it um the ability to just to sip water to thirst it's great and I'm yeah I'm I'm, I'm considering wearing one on the day actually and uh, the pack I've got or I've been wearing is more like a trail running one and it's got the back's quite solid, so it's making my back a little bit sweaty as the as the longer runs go on. Um, so I might might need to look at that. But yeah, I'm just wondering, do you wear a pack for your longer runs? Um, anybody got a really good marathon specific pack that they love that they could um maybe um review or let me know what they think. So yeah, um, I've been looking at taking a gel every four miles throughout my long runs um and I think I'll probably do that in the race I've been think taking a 500 ml bottle to sip to thirst putting electrolytes in there um on the race day I'll probably just put some carbs in there as well but yeah so yeah I've been using the mountain fuel um for my gels I just think um they work really well for me and I've settled on their spot plus so they've got a little bit of electrolyte in there and 30 grams of carbs which is really good um they're really easy to take as well and I think also when you're doing the marathon distance and you're going that little bit slower you can afford to take a little bit more time to sip the gels rather than trying to get all in quickly maybe even if like if it took you a half mile period to get that gel in it would still still be of benefit and you don't really feel like you're rushing it so it might be might be better for those people that have a few GI um, issues um, yeah, like I said, I'll probably add some carbs to my bottles too as I'm going around. I think the extra weight of the pack will probably be negated by the effects that I can get from just being able to drink whenever I want. Um, not having to worry about grabbing drinks, not having to worry about getting rid of drinks. Um, you know, it's just staying out of the way when you get into those tables because sometimes it can be a little bit messy. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like each to their own. Again, with fueling. Um, but I think for a rule of thumb, looking to take a gel every four miles should work for you. Um, it's important to make sure that you do practice with your fueling. 
uh, throughout your marathon block because you don't really want to have any unwanted issues on the day. 